in my time at Kilmarnock Football Club. I'm sorry I didn't win you a trophy. But I'm telling you now, as I stand here in front of three stands with Kilmarnock supporters, bye-bye Rangers. And next season, next season, make sure when they come, it's bye-bye Celtic as well. Because this is Kilmarnock. This belongs to you. And the most important thing, I said no trophy. For me, I take this. This is my trophy. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, he's given us a clock back. So Steve oh! And this is the penalty that will take Trevor Chalice and Shrewsbury back into the football league. And he makes it. Seeds of absolute jubilation around vast areas of the Britannia Stadium and Shrewsbury Town under Jimmy Quinn have made the quickest possible return to the Football League and it's they who will join Chester City in the third division next season. Listening to the Killy Shrew View podcast, the home of two clubs, one love, Shrewsbury Town and Kilmarnock FC. Hello there, and welcome, listeners, to another episode of Killy Shrew View, two clubs, one love, and we're on the second series now of uh, this one. So. The last one, I think, was two weeks ago. So hopefully now uh, we can, you know, proper pre-season has kicked in. Um, so with myself, Martin Wall, um, and obviously, as usual, co-host Rob Hartley uh, will be joining us. We're going to be discussing a few things uh, going on about pre-season, latest action for Kilmarnock in the Premier Cup, uh, also Shrewsbury Spanish camp, uh, and then their two friendlies, uh, and then followed by Berkey, who's come back at Kilmarnock now. Uh, plus all the latest news in Salop and Ayrshire. Um, but before we start, let's introduce our co-host, Rob. Rob, how are you? Afternoon, mate. You okay? Yeah, not bad, Rob. Not bad. Well, good evening. It's absolutely sweating here, isn't it? Like, well, you, you'll, you'll be worse than me. Way worse. Way worse. I've nearly got <laughs> nearly 10 degrees on you, mate. Yeah, I know, I know. Hey, it's it, going it's it's got... to be bad next few days. Oh, I know. I'm, I'm actually off tomorrow, but I'm I'm not. I'm dreading my Tuesday to Friday. But I'm at home, oh. so I can, I can. I suppose I can maybe get away with like, you know, I can pop out in the garden and. Yeah, yeah. You know, but yeah, uh, so. all good, mate. All good. I um, also went to the, the Telford game the other day. Um, it was good to get to a, a game of football. Um, good. I think that probably sums up the game. <laughs> there wasn't yeah. much going on, but we'll go into that. But um, yeah, we'll, just nice we'll, to get to a ground. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, no, good. And uh, to the listeners out there, any rattling you can hear, that's that's a nice glass of uh, fruit juice with plenty of ice in it, you know, just because of the weather. It's uh, so sorry for the rattling there, but it's well needed. And I'll tell you what, it is refreshing. Better than a beer, to be fair. I've had too much beer this weekend. Uh, <laughs> ran at Neighbours, and it's one of those, like, if anyone's ever watched Two Doors Down, uh, the comedy, like, um, it's one of those where we've got Neighbours where you can just literally walk in and... Before you know it, you're staying there till eight, nine o'clock in the evening. Um, so yeah, that's what happened yesterday. 
happy days. I know. So uh, that was my weekend, uh, pretty much. Uh, not really done too much exciting uh, since I've got back from Spain. Just been working, uh, but I believe uh, what you've been up to, you were down in London, weren't you? Yeah, just um, as, as you know, I, I love me boxing, so um, I get to as many shows as I can, and um, here, there, and everywhere, and um, yeah, dash back for the golf today. You, you watch any of the uh, the Open today? No, oh, you know what, my my mate was next door with. He's a big golf fan. He was golfing all day today and that, and he's like, "Oh, you've been watching much of golf and whatnot." Like, cannot stand golf. <laughs> oh, well, I had, um, I had a fiver. I always have a fiver on McElroy before every major. And he led all week, right up until the back nine of um, of today, the final nine. And um, he didn't do anything wrong. This, this other guy just came charging out through the pack and, yeah, stole it in the last few holes. So, um, yeah, didn't make 50 quid. Oh, well. See, see, see to be fair, right? I've never understood golf. Never, same with cricket. I'm not a cricket <laughs> golf. No interest whatsoever. For me, it's all about, like, football, football, football. When the season's yeah. over... If it's not a World Cup on or a Euros on, it's pretty it's pretty disappointing. But then you've always got like you've always got like Copper America on or something like and yeah. uh, and, and then it's the tennis for me. I, I love the tennis. To yeah, so, so do I. Tennis? Yeah, I watched all of Wimbledon um uh, pretty much gosh. every evening. I was um, I love Kyrgios. Like I, I know he's, yeah, he's, he's hit and miss. I, I like him. I like him. Uh, I thought it was quite funny as part of his game plan in it. But, I mean, yeah. you've got to be fair, when Djokovic was a bit younger, he used to do that to Murray all the time in the finals. He used to wind him up, waste time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, he didn't go to the extremes that he did and shout his box <laughs> like he did. It was quite funny, like, to be fair. In front of um, Prince George. <laughs> to, to be fair, oh, yeah, I think he swore in the final, didn't he? Like, yeah, he did. Day, he, like, did yeah. he swore. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was funny. Uh, but, you know what? We could talk about golf. Well, you could. I could talk about tennis, but the real, <laughs> the real, the real stuff is the football. Isn't it? This is the meat and pie. This is the football. Uh, we're, we're talking what Sunday, so it's a week on a week on Saturday now. Let's put it that way. It sounds better yeah. than two weeks yesterday. Yeah. A week yeah. on Saturday, we uh, well Kilmarnock is kicking off at home to Dundee United with a big flag day, and Salop are away at Morecambe. So exciting times, isn't it? Not long yeah. to go. I can't wait. You mentioned there about the lack of a World Cup. I mean. Could you imagine a World Cup now with the weather like this? It'd have been it'd have been sensational. Oh, but um, it'd be weird hearing footballs coming home either side of Christmas songs on the radio now. Um, but um, yeah, I'm just I'm just glad, like I said, to get to a game of football this week because it's yeah. it, it, it started to get to a point where I really need it to come back now. Yeah, no, it's actually quite funny you mentioned Christmas there. That just threw me on off. That throws you off topic a bit uh, yesterday. <laughs> um, so we were sitting in the back and. The, the, what happened, right, was the way the way we went down next to the door was uh, my daughter was around there uh, with with Erwin and um, and then I said to her, like, you go over, like, and just, you know, for a bit and I'll just stay here. So I was cutting the grass and all that and then cut the grass and I thought, oh, I'll do one of the other jobs. I thought, no, I'll leave it till, like, tomorrow. So I did that today. But I heard this music and I was like, that sounds good. I thought that must be coming from over there. Like so, I cracked open a beer in the fridge and walked around, and um, they just said, "I oh, just just walk straight in." So I walked straight in, like, and uh, there was no music, and I said, "Oh, where's that music coming from?" And it was like some kids from over the over the road, and and they literally play the music like from when when and so about nine o'clock in the evening, and um, <laughs> it was like it must have been like halfway through. I said, "Is that a Christmas song I can hear?" And I kid you not, they were blasting out it must not be christmas every day or whatever that song is and they were they were absolutely full-on belting it out singing 
And I was like, they've got absolutely hammered. <laughs> I said, either that, right or they're having, either that or they're having an early Christmas uh, party for someone they're not seeing this year. And I thought, I just, <laughs> you, you know, that's a Scots for you. They just, they're like that. They're just a crazy bunch. They're not like why not myself. But hey, uh, so yeah, so yeah, that was just when you mentioned about Christmas. There, it just uh, it just tickled me when I was thinking about yesterday, though. <laughs> but um, yeah, you're right. I mean, yeah, we're, it's uh, it's an exciting time of the season for both teams. Um, obviously, Kilmarnock have been, you know, they, they had their pre-season a wee bit earlier than Shrewsbury. They're at the yeah. Spanish camp. And yeah, three. I think what well, we've got the last of the four uh, Premier Cup games at home to Stenhouse Mill next week. Um, we should win that, no problems. That should see us comfortable ten points. We messed up against Partick with a draw after winning. Um, lost the penalty, so we lost the extra points. And Partick really should finish top, but after- so it's group stage, is it? Yeah, it's basically what what it is. It's it's the thirty-seven teams from. That are at, that are not in Europe uh, right. from last year that go into it. So the teams that qualify for Europe, like Rangers, Celtic, Motherwell, Dundee United, and Aberdeen, Hearts, no Hearts. Oh. Um, so they all they all don't go into all the, the knockout stages. So the other thirty seven teams throughout the leagues from last season go in to the groups, and then yeah. it's the winners up. So the winners up, <laughs> the winners of the Highland uh, and the runners up of the Highland, and then the um, the lower region uh, league winners go in with the league, with with the you know with, with the rest. So it makes up the forty okay. teams, and then you go you got basically eight groups of five. So each great winner, preseason, yeah, yeah. So basically each winner goes through um, in that group stage, and then it's three of the best runners up. Um, Kilmarnock will finish on ten, so they'll if they don't finish top, um, they'll easily finish as one of the best runners up. So yeah, yeah, I mean, provided we beat Stenhouse Muir, which I'll be shocked if we didn't. But stranger things have happened. <laughs> yeah, a competitive um, pre-season is better than a lack of rubbish friendly sometimes, isn't it? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I mean, we've had a couple. Of, obviously, we had the training camp in Largs. Um, we then went to Spain after playing a couple of friendlies and won both of those. We then played a couple of friendlies out there, so that was four friendlies in the bank. And then we came back after beating Charlton one nil and drew drew a red a Lincoln Redimps, and then we came back and beat Dunfermline one nil, which was quite a competitive game. Uh, They're in our league last year, so it was a good another good test. And we got a win as well, winning a clean sheet. So yeah, not bad. I mean, the cup's been a bit hit and miss to be honest, because we won three one against Fraserburgh. Um, and three nil against Montrose and that, and yeah, convincing wins. But some of the plays, just that you know, that you expected to beat those teams. If yeah, Partick yeah. was a bit. I mean, don't get wrong. There were some fans losing their their shit over the Partick game last week or in midweek, should I say? But I'm not being funny. Right? You look at the lineup and that, and we're still. I mean, Derek McInnes, he's talking about another four or five signings. He wants. There's talks of getting Jordan Jones back on loan. That's been going around for the last sort of two weeks um there's players that will come in that will make that team better and looking at probably five of those players they won't be in that starting lineup come um come saturday against dundee united a week on saturday so uh, you know people sort of kicking off and that plus we've had injuries i mean carl laffert he's been injured you know we've picked up knocks here and there so we've not had a full team so considering we're you know getting through you know through the cup games, okay. I mean, there's some teams that have um, in the Premier League that have uh, already, 
you know, fallen short. So like St. Johnson yeah. have fallen short. Hibs lost away at Falkirk, or two divisions below. So, um, so yeah. Do you think, I mean, so, do you think sometimes um, the teams that are expected to be at the bottom of a Scottish Premier might might be well rid of the cup? Do you know what I mean? Just so yeah. you can to get that time off. Yeah, but to, to be fair though, at the same point, McInnes, like he's always been renowned for being a good cup manager with Aberdeen in terms of getting them to at least quarter-final, semi-final and even the final stage. Yeah, and yeah. As one, and he's always identified this cup at the start when he's like, you know, he said about, look, this is a chance to get to Hamden and it's a good it's a good route into maybe Europe or whatever. So, in a way, it's, yeah, it's one of those where if you go out, you're not too fussed because there's always another cup you know, cup run later on in the season. But at the same point, it's probably good for momentum as well. If you're winning those games and you go into the first game of the season, you know, with that sort of mentality of, you know, getting through to the next stage. So, yeah, uh, for me, I'd like to see us go through and at least give us a good, you know, good go of it and, and see how far we get. But like you said, we, we, we maybe at the minute haven't got the squad to be able to probably do that. And uh, yeah, the league, you know, is important to Kilmarnock. We've been the first year back, so huge season. Yeah, so it'd be interesting to maybe have a vote between fans just to see what their opinion is on that. So, uh, any fans that are listening, let us know what you think as well. Um, you know, when, once you've listened to this, so yeah, I mean, yeah, I think you're right. So it's like anything. It's like when Shrewsbury in the cup. Sometimes you get the FA yeah. Cup and the big run, and 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 then when it affects your league. I mean, do you remember the famous? Obviously, relegation season Absolutely. we had. Yeah, yeah. We beat Everton, got Chelsea, and it, it was it was a great experience. And, then, yeah. what, what, and barely won another game at, between then and the end of the season. But we paid the price ultimately for, um, you know, the cost of games and the catch up. Yeah. So I mean, Kilmarnock had a big squad last year, but we just we've still got a big squad, but we're just not. We haven't got the right quality this year, and of players that are available, and the players that are injured are key players like that we had last season to laugh at. Blair Alston. Um, so, yeah, and it's it's just about getting the right formation as well. But we, we I, I think we'll get there. Just, it's, you know, you just got to remember it's pre season. These games are in the cup. I, I see the friendlies are out of the way. We went unbeaten in the friendlies. We, we've technically not lost a game in 90 minutes. We lost on the penalties because as soon as it, it's a draw, it just goes straight to a penalty shootout. So it's like, right. you know, that's it's a lottery, isn't it? So, yeah. And, yeah, we've not actually lost a game considering we're not playing our best. And, you know, it's like as soon as a league starts, that's that's when it's the real sort of, you know, you can judge your players after maybe five or six games, you know. Yeah, yeah, of course. bed in and that. So, yeah, no, I mean, come on at fans. Um, you know, like any other fans will have their opinions on certain players. And I've got different opinions on players myself to others. But, um, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about certain, uh, like I mentioned, Jordan Jones and uh, um, later on as well because, he is a player that divides um, fans at the minute <laughs> um, in possibly coming back. Um, is he there last I'll, season? I'll, I'll explain. I'll, exp- I'll give you a sort of a brief history on him as to why um, fans don't want him back. And to be fair, I understand why. But then you've got to look at it from a improving the footballing team side of things. Yeah, and, yeah. And that. So there was a, there's two arguments to Jordan Jones uh, coming back. Um, and it's what you really want for the best of the team. But I So... Um, Yes, it's 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 good. The Premier League, uh, the Premier Cups. There, it's some don't like it. Um, I, me personally, I would probably get rid of this group stage thing. Yeah. Um, or not even maybe the group stage, but just the whole penalty situation scenario. You know, it's just it, this bonus yeah, you, point, and that. You don't I have think penalties it, in a group stage, do you? 
Yeah, it's just, it's just a wee bonus point thing. That's that's we it's, it's like a daft sort of thing. Because I mean, yeah. we lost the penalty, we still got a point. So it's like you know, <laughs> I know it's, it's daft. You get two points for the. You basically get two points. You get three points. Obviously, you win. If you lose, that's it. If you win, if you draw and then get to a penalty shootout, the team that wins a penalty shootout gets two. The loser gets one. So you could, you know, you still lose a penalty shootout and you're still get a point. So that could be the difference between becoming best runners off. It's a bit, it's a bit daft for me. It's, yeah, it's not. That's not my cup of tea, really. I, I can't see that get, uh, getting into the World Cup any any time nah, soon. It's, 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 it's a bit, it's a bit like the whole situation at the end of the season, like where they do the split for the six. You yeah, know, Ross County were, were sneaked in the, the top six, and then I don't think they won a game, and they ended up finishing on less points than four of the teams below them in the <laughs> in the bottom half of the, the 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 wee group. And you can understand because they played Rangers, Celtic, Hearts, so they played the best of the rest. Yeah, but at the same point, it just looks daft come the end of the season when the table's done. It should just be play your teams four times. The see, that's what the table is. That's a bit like cutting leagues league one and half. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I don't just, think it's it, right. It just just seems daft for me. I've never understood it. It, it doesn't. It's it, It's just. It's a money making thing. That's what it is. Hundred um, percent. It's uh, and for me, I just I just hate it. But it's what it is. Um, you know, it's what it is. It's just a pain in the ass. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, no. Um, so that's really the Premier Cup. The, the I mean, I've got to be honest. I've been so busy with work. Uh, socializing and to be honest i'm not a big lover of the group stages i'll watch the highlights or obviously and keep my nose in if it, I, I, I may go to a game i'm just i'm just i've got my season ticket for the season i'll go to the latter stages of the cup games and in the scottish cup itself but the, you know, this for me i'm just even when you're watching the highlights the there's you know the fans are not it's not like proper celebrations, like you know. no, the reactions to goals. Yeah, it's, just, it's, water. it's all diluted, isn't it? Yeah, it's not. That's what I mean. That's why, in some ways, I do think they maybe need to look at the uh, this Scottish Cup. Uh, you know, early on in the season, the league, the league cup, it is a bit hit or miss with fans, and I'm not really a, a big big lover of it. But at the end of the day, it's uh, it's still good to see us like playing about. Now, I will send you the clips of the goals because the third goal was a good goal to be fair yesterday oh i saw was it um his first goal it was like the edge of a box left footed well no that that one was oh that one was a belter that was an individual individually a good goal from uh, uh mcenroy who just uh who was air on loan last season yeah yeah very good player good left foot um scored a brilliant goal against us last year actually and when we beat him so yeah, I've been yeah, doing my research, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was actually the goal, the third goal you need to see, and it was a tap-in from Ollie Shaw, but it was the build-up from right to left. It was in the last minute, and, you know, they shoot it. it me. Kelly could have just, you know, played, seen it out, but they were passing yeah. it about up until the 92nd minute. It was literally the last kick of the game. But they, they played it from the right-hand side, played it through the middle, switched ball over to the left, a couple of one-twos ball into the box on the left and Ollie Shaw just taps it in. No Montrose player touched it in that time. It was like watching Brazil. We were wearing the yellow <laughs> away strip, so it was... Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, me and, after. yeah, some people say oh, it's only Montrose, but still, you know, it's a, it doesn't matter who you're playing. When you're playing football like that, you, it doesn't matter whether you're playing Rangers or Montrose or whoever. Um, if you can if you can get that consistency of playing football and passing it about moving one, two, quick, quick movement, then, you know, you you know, you can catch a lot of teams out with that. And it was it was good to see that they were playing that sort of football. It was good. But um like I say, the real the real stuff will happen 
on day one against Dundee United, and we need to need to win, uh, in my opinion, to get the the feel good factor. If we don't win, it's not a disaster, but I just feel it's a good opportunity to to start hit, the season well. Yeah, hit the ground running. Yeah, and and that's the thing because if you count the well, can't take take the cup game out against Partick, but the last seven league games we played at home last season, we won all of them. So you know the men. The momentum is there um, yeah. for a home form as well to carry that on. Um, so fingers crossed that you know we get a big crowd behind us, and I think we will. And I'm quite looking forward to it. So yeah, it's uh, it's good. And uh, um, there was a couple of boys that have got a runouts as well in pre-season. So he's had to use the the young boys, so young Davy Watson. I've not known too much about him, if I'm honest. I'm gonna have a look up on him more. But he had a really good game, according to some of the reports from fans. Uh, and he played the full 90 minutes, I think, or most of the game. He started anyway, um, but yeah, he, he looked good in the middle. Um, so it's good to see that we're bringing some of the young players in and some of the fringe players from last season. Uh, Armstrong, he scored yesterday. He's been a bit hit and miss for, during pre-season, but he's not been too bad. It's just his final ball um, that it, it lacks. Um, but again, another player that will sort of maybe look to maybe push in start in the team but yeah it's um it's a work in progress and i think there'll be a lot of uh movement in the next couple of weeks before that first game so it'll be uh be interesting to uh to watch the transfers hopefully coming in because like i say he's still looking for four or five more bodies there so when, when does your window close I think it's uh, it's weird the Scottish. It's the same same as the uh, the English one, but it's always an hour later. It's weird. I always forget that because <laughs> I remember when it like closes at like eleven in the evening. Like the Scottish one doesn't close till like midnight. I don't know why. Never asked me. I don't know. Yeah, never know the reason why. Okay. Yeah, I remember, um, but I remember when Aberdeen um, got rid of like Sam Cosgrove to Birmingham, and then. Um, a certain Sam Cosgrove, yeah. and then Curtis Main obviously went to Shrewsbury yeah. on the same on the same window, and that was literally at eleven o'clock. So Aberdeen was scrambling around trying to get strikers in, um, and they had enough because when they got rid of them, I thought oh, Aberdeen have got no strikers, like, but they had like an hour to get strikers in, and I think they got a couple of players on loan, and one of them was actually Callum Hendry, who was on loan at us last year. He's now at Salford. All right, um, he signed for them in the summer, so. We were actually hope of well, whether it was true or not, but there was rumours of him coming coming back here on it because he was out of contract at St Johnston. So, uh, but he went down to Salford, which was a bit disappointing. But he's actually the son of uh, the famous Colin Hendry. I wondered if I was a link. Gaza. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he's he's actually he's actually his um, his agent as well. No way. Uh, yeah, so dad and agent. But so, but he he actually started off at Blackburn as well before he he moved up. So, no way. So yeah, yeah. As uh, we we summit there, you didn't know as well. <laughs> Educating you all the time, my friend. Mate, Educating mate, all I'm all time. for it. Yeah, I'm all for it, mate. I'll, <laughs> I'll be coming up for a game. Don't worry. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, so so yeah, we'll, we'll go to Shrewsbury then. So yeah, Spanish camp. It, it ended up being actually more successful than we had all the drama of the friendly against Qatar. Yeah. All the oh, it was an absolute. Nightmare, wasn't it? Last time we spoke about this, it was, yeah. this was just before they went out, and um, yeah, it was just, it was just, oh, you know, there was so much animosity about it. But I'll tell you what, all this, all the Shrewsbury put out a good 
a good spread for the fans and it, it looked like a really, really good time. And it looks like the fans probably enjoyed that more than probably going out to watch a friendly, if, if you would uh, probably agree. Uh, yeah, I do. I do. Um, I just feel for some of the fans who weren't able to go um, as a result. Very, very true, of, yeah. Because of the, I think the uh, the training session was in the morning, and the uh, the, mat, the originally scheduled uh, match was in the evening. So a lot of people had flown out that morning. But um, yeah, the guys who, who did go down there it looked like they had a, a whale of a time watching the training and um, getting to meet the players, have loads of photos, and it was brilliant. that Cottrell got them all on a pitch for like a group photo as well, and um, just the whole week looked looked class. To be fair, they had. Um, all the social media stuff they put out was fantastic. Just the lads having a laugh, playing table tennis. Um, they were on the they were on the cameras, and it just just looked like good team building. Yeah, and I think I think that was the main thing, wasn't it? Like, I mean, we did we actually we didn't play friendly out there. Obviously, we no, didn't, it was it, just that, an open was, training session. Yeah, it was just it was just. I thought there was one other one that we were going to have, but no, it was, it was always going to be. The one, wasn't it? Uh, well, it was Coventry. Coventry it, and then, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, And then Qatar, obviously, and then we pulled out of both of that. But you know what? It did look a really good time out there. I mean, it was good to see the admin. We're putting up lots of um, coverage for us yeah. to see of what was going on. Um, I was quite impressed with the, the drills and, and that. And then, yeah, it was, it was great to see the team bonding. And you know what, right? I think when you go away to these places in, you know, like Spain or wherever, you go, I think, like it's like McInnes touched on with Kilmarnock. The hard work, the exercise, the the drills, the, the hard graft started in Largs. So when they went to Spain, it was more a case of building on that and the team building and obviously had the matches. A bit like Shrews, but they probably had done a bit of groundwork the week before. So Spain was about doing even more work um, and they would have had to do more work because they didn't have the friendlies. Um, yeah. But then in, in the, side, the flip side of that, there's there's been some new recruits, so it's about getting that bond together. And Cottrell's one for he, he likes his he likes to have a the right personality. So he's obviously he's obviously taking his time to yeah. get these these personalities and, and work out who fits where. And and yeah, I mean it, it looked fantastic. You know, everyone seems to have a laugh. Even the likes of the fringe players like Pike and that. You know that have. You know, I know the fans are not keen on him, but you know, at the end of the day, he still was there with a smile on his face, and it was good to see. Yeah, that he was I agree. Included and and the young boys as well that went out there. So, it, and it was a great. I mean, you know, those young boys, some of them may never make the, the first team, and they may yeah, move on. Yeah. But to have that experience with some some pros and that, it, it's good for them for their career and their progression. You know, because that's you know that's that's all part of it. It's not just about training and working hard and then just playing your football and that and being judged whether you're good or not. It's about, you know, there's different responsibilities to learn. And, and yeah, I mean, it, you know, having that team bond is very important and it could be the difference between, um, you know, an ugly game on a Tuesday in December when it's pissing it down with rain and you're, you're one nil down and you're in the trenches and you're sort of needing to sort of get that point or that win and and then it's them sort of it's that mentality to then think right we can do this you know so and yeah. it, all, it all stems from you know having that good mentality and team bonding maybe you know in pre-season so no it's it's really good to see yeah i agree i agree hopefully it'll carry on into uh this last friendly as well but um 
Yeah. yeah, I mean, what, what do you be, feel about the friendlies? To be honest, I bothered. I mean, Burnley had a really, really strong side, and you've got to yeah, remember that yeah. the team they put out is a team that was competing in the Premier League last year and was within sort of ten minutes or whatever of staying up. So, and and they've got that fighting mentality, and they've got a, a manager in Vincent Company who's won titles and trophies and was a fabulous defender, and obviously went over to Belgium and did well. Um, and and he's he's quite a clever sort of intelligent player and now a manager. So again, he will have his team working well and and be probably a, be a bit more of an exciting team to watch under him than than Deutsch because he was more of a old fashioned yeah. sort of manager. Whereas Vincent Company will sort of bring fresh attacking ideas to that team. So yeah, I mean, oh yeah, we we did look competitive like against Burnley from what I saw. Um, which is good to to see against a team, technically that were two leagues above us and, until this you know, until this preseason. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, we took our goal well. We we scored straight from the kickoff in the second half, and I mean, what a goal as well! Oh, yeah, peach of a goal from Shepley. I mean, yeah, I saw um, after the goal, I I saw a few Coventry. Uh, I always like to go to like the quote tweets on there and and see who's, uh, who shared it. And a lot of Coventry fan accounts were, were sharing it, saying um, shippers only scores from outside the box. And I was like, "Bring yep. it on! I'll have more of them." That's the fact. It was, it was, it was great. And it, the thing is, it was, it was just effortless. Yeah, it was like it was great. And you know what? More, more of that to come this season. But it, it's just, it, there were certain parts which obviously will need to be looked at and fixed. But they, they were competitive. They didn't look overawed. They, they, they gave as good as they got. And if they play like that in the league against teams on their level, can't see Shrewsbury having too many problems. And you've got to remember, yeah. Flanagan was missing, Bennett was missing, O'Brien potentially would start. So there's three people that potentially would improve that team and, and start anyway. So it'd be interesting to see if we had Flanagan maybe playing because I feel as though yeah. he is probably the best defender at that club. I think so. I think so. Maybe, yeah. maybe harsh on Pennington because he's probably... On the same levels, mm. uh, Dunkley is, is a good player, but obviously he's not quite to their levels. But he's a different type of player. Yeah, As we yeah. mentioned, he's more yeah sort of upgrade on Ebanks Landau. Uh, no nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. So it's no, worrying it's... about the uh, the right back situation though now, isn't it? With Decosta getting injured and and Bennett having to have surgery tomorrow. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I didn't know about that. DaCosta. Yeah, DaCosta. DaCosta come off injured um, during the game against Burnley, and because um, he'd looked very lively um, in the Telford game, and uh, until he'd gone off in the Burnley game. But um, yeah, and then someone—I um, don't know how accurate it was—someone had tweeted yesterday they'd seen him in town with um, one of those protective boots on and crutches. So. Um, I don't. I mean, naturally, you think Pennington would have to go there then, wouldn't well, you? Well, to, to be to be fair, Pennington. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Pennington, but also Taylor Moore. It's quite a handy player. And I would say Taylor Pike. Moore. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We, we we I mean, as much as as much as like, yeah. Just he's. We won't go there with Pike on, on the right. Well, that's who we put there. there. That's who we put there when he come off. Yeah, I know. And to be fair, like, I mean, I don't know. Just. I feel sorry for Pike. He's on it. He's one of those people. He's just an easy target. Um, I know. But I think uh, talking to Taylor Moore because obviously I don't think he'd signed did he when we last spoke. So he was no, he new, hadn't. No, no. I mean, um, obviously the Hearts fans, you know, like Dars and that. Um, 
they were saying he's a very good player, very honest player, um, hard working, gets stuck in. Um, but he's actually quite good on the ball as well, speaking to the Bristol City fans. So, um, he, you know, him or Pennington could be an option at right back. And then you've still got the three centre backs, but it does leave us a bit short. Um, yeah. It is maybe the case that we need to probably bring in someone. Because um, I, I think the cost and Bennett, though, when you look at them, they're not technically like defenders anyway. Well, I say Bennett's no. more of a defensive player now, but I still feel, though, we could probably have another right wing back, or maybe even one that's versatile that can play right and left. Yeah. Uh, yeah. To cover both, you know, because we technically, you could have Leahy there at the left, but he's more your midfield now. So yeah. we, we are still short of wing backs anyway, you know, yeah. with, with Nurse, because if Nurse gets injured or suspended, you know, yeah, we could put Leahy there, but then it disrupts the middle. So. Yeah. And and but, to be fair, the transfer window's not over for us. We're still going to be looking for players, hopefully. So true, true. I mean, the the Bennett um, thing is frustrating because um, he went out to Spain, um, and it and it, it come out this week that he was being operated on something that was a a long like a long standing injury, like a niggling thing that just um, didn't get back better over the summer. And it, it it's just a bit annoying that it's come to this now. It's two weeks from or just under two weeks from the season. He's going under the knife tomorrow. And the season finished on the 30th of April. Do you, do you know what I mean? Like, surely there could have been something put in place where this could have got sorted, especially if it was long-standing. If it's just a niggle and he needs some time and it hasn't worked, fair enough. But if it... I'm not a doctor, but it just doesn't seem right. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's, it's frustrating. You just don't know the ins and outs of it, what happens and that. But it, it's one of those. But it's, it's, it's done with now. So I'm just hoping Cottrell... I don't know, you, you don't know what Cottrell's thinking is, but he's proved so far with the signings he's brought in, he's very, they've been very good signings. It's just, yeah. the only concern I've got is, you know, the O'Brien one seems a bit of a strange one as well. He's not really, yeah, it is. He, yeah. didn't, he, didn't, he wasn't in the squad against Telford and then he, um, I don't think he was used, was he? Against, correct, um, correct, yeah. So he's obviously got an injury there, which... Or fitness issue, yeah. Yeah, so I'm just hoping that we don't... It's, it's a bit of a familiar story with Kilmarnock, that we're going into the season with a lot of injuries and a lot yeah. of knocks and niggles. But then it does not It does make you wonder that, you know, because of this World Cup and that, the season, and then because of COVID, the other side of it, that the football's... There's been too much football and not enough rest for players. Yeah. And some of these players are obviously getting on now as well, not as young. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, I don't know. It's it is frustrating, but end of the day, um, uh, we we we're still not we still haven't got our squad sorted anyway. So I'm hoping to see. You yeah, yeah, exactly. Because I mean, the squad size thing is seems to be a recurring theme over the last couple of seasons, doesn't it? But um, the fact that we've had these couple of injuries and um, a couple of players have been out. It's shown how sort of threadbare our bench is. Um, our, our first eleven look is looking is shaping up to look like a very good League One side, isn't it? But um, I think someone made a comment that there were three academy youngsters and five strikers on the bench against Burnley. Now that ain't going to wash for the season, is it? So um, he's got a lot of work to do still. Um, yeah. I know a lot of people are getting carried away and saying they were going to piss the league with <laughs> all these signings, um, but. Oh, you know, we've got to look at the bigger picture, and that squad still needs um, larger. Do you know what I mean? It, I for, think for, um, for me, though, the key is no disrespect, but we need to get rid of Pike. Just get this wage out. Yeah, 
Um, I think we need a striker, believe it or not, after saying we've had uh, so many strikers on the bench, but yeah. O'Brien, for me, isn't an out-and-out striker. I've always yeah. seen him as a wide forward. Me too. We need an out-and-out number nine, like, you know, that just is a is a is a proper forward player um is a sort of box you know in the box sort of player a bit like bowman but maybe a bit more quality and it's hard because everyone's chasing that same player um, yeah norwood norwood would have been good but he's gone to barnsley hasn't he yeah well we obviously talked about him on a previous podcast um yeah, yeah. straight to the ipswich boys and that um but yeah they i mean I think they, they got rid of a decent forward who's got a good pedigree and he went to Portsmouth as well on loan. Mm. They brought uh, someone in. But seeing Ipswich, they, they look like they could be favourites with their signings they're doing. Um, yeah. So Derby I'm, have had a good few weeks as well, haven't they? Yeah, disappointed me when I seen Collins <laughs> go to uh, uh, Derby. I, 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 you, just, you just know he's going to score against us this season, don't you? Loads. <laughs> yeah. Thing is, they've signed a lot of like older players, but so it's a big gamble. If they don't go up with these players, I think they may struggle a little bit. But um, it seems like they're the other side of this uh, takeover now. So I think things are a little bit brighter for them, aren't they? Yeah, most definitely. And uh, it's it's interesting, but at the same point, um, there's still plenty of time to go for the season. We're you know a couple of weeks. We we could uh, wake up tomorrow and we could sign two two players like we did the, the previous three or four yeah. weeks ago. You, I was going to ask you as well, mate. Um, we've, also, we've only got one more friendly left now. Um, and then that will still leave us just, oh, about a week and a half before the first game. Um, do you think we should have arranged another one with the Qatar game not being on? You know, a, a, an open training session I don't think is quite enough. And I think last season our, our um, pre-season um, was, was very short and, and, and it took us a long while to get going as a result of that. Yeah, if I remember rightly, last season we played Telford, uh, Exeter away, and don't even, did we have a home game? Maybe we didn't know because apparently Cottrell doesn't like home friendlies, which is he's done two this season, hasn't he? Well, he's obviously lying. <laughs> <laughs> he's either he's either lying or he's not. But that's that, to be fair, I did hear that. I, so it must have been there was there was three friendlies though. So I can't remember, I can't even remember who the third one was that was away. Yeah. But um, it's ironic, isn't it, that he doesn't like home friendlies and we had all three away and then we played at home and lost. I know. Um, <laughs> the first game. So maybe <laughs> we should get used to familiar surroundings this time. But the Cardiff game will be interesting. That'll be a test because they've signed a few players. Um, yeah. They look a different team. But yeah, I think it's it's good that we've got a good couple of competitive home games after the Telford one. But I do agree that we could maybe have played a team in League Two or a conference. Um you know, it would have been nice to maybe get a Wrexham friendly. That would be good. <laughs> no, such word, no such word. No such word as friendly. Well, I say friendly very loosely when I say Wrexham. <laughs> that actually would have been a lot of fun, to be fair. Yeah, I think I think I think uh, the the police would have uh, declined that. Uh, Don't worry, Mark. We'll get him in the cup this season. Uh, you know what? Every season, because it's what fifteen seasons now, is it? Yeah. I always look at the cup draw and yeah. Don't get me wrong, I was buzzing when we got Carlisle away because for me personally, from a selfish point of view, that was a home game for me. And yeah, of course, yeah. But yeah, Wrexham, Wrexham would be a dream just to be able to go to that. Or, yeah. Or just, you, you, and you know if it's a Wrexham Shrewsbury that it's going to be on telly because yeah. of the ownership of the Americans and it being a local game. So there's yeah. no chance of that being on telly. So. I actually think... They, I know they spent a lot of money, but I think they were actually quite unlucky last season, like some of the games. Um, 
I, I think they'll have a good run this year. I think I think I think they'll go up. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't. I think. <laughs> I'm not sorry. I'm, I'm. I don't care. Like I, I just. No, I, I don't care. I don't care at uh, all. I just, I just. I just think I will. You, you know what? I took great pleasure in Luke Waterfall uh, scoring oh, a goal. Yeah, it was I, fantastic. Wasn't you know it? what? He, he wasn't blessed by. Um, you know what? In actual fact. To be fair to Luke Waterfall, he was harshly treated by some Shrewsbury fans, I feel. I don't think he was bad. I think, obviously, there was that cop game against Rotherham and then that was the final straw. But you see, the season he was there, he actually scored five or six goals. and scored, Yeah, he like, scored against Wolves. He scored against yeah. Wolves. He scored the double in um, AFC Wimbledon in yeah. ASCII's first win, or first away win, I think it was, for Shrewsbury. ASCII. Uh, yeah, that's going, back a bit. that's going back a bit, though, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but um, yeah, it was an amazing game. Oh, uh, it was that Wolves game though when he put us two 0 up. You like? Oh no! Yeah, that was, and that's mad, isn't it? Like you had Luke Waterfall in the same team as Greg Doherty. <laughs> I know, I know. No comparison, but um, no. To be fair, we've had worse defenders, haven't we? We've had. Yeah. Uh, we've yeah. Had, do, you, do you remember? Do you remember the rugby tackle by Winfield? That was a classic, wasn't it? <laughs> Rugby tackle. Like, I, I think it was it was in between of a rugby tackle, and then you know you know the sort of faces you see on like social media. Phil Jones. Yeah. Just imagine Dave Winfield doing a Phil Jones impression, <laughs> rugby tackling that player. Oh, <laughs> class. Yeah. Oh, it, and then you you know what? There's always one player that got slagged during the relegation season, but the season before that, I thought he was actually not too bad, and that was Matt Redmile. Do you remember him? Yeah, I remember him. Rugby, rugby player, like, wasn't he? Just massive, oh, bald head. He yeah. was, uh, he's like, bigger than me. Like, I mean, you know. Dave Artell, him and Dave Artell oh, at the back, yeah. Dave Artell, he was, oh, that was chronic. Yeah. That was, that, I mean, yeah, that, I mean, we need to concede, we, sc- we conceded like 90-odd goals that season, but oh, we man. scored like 60-odd, it was crazy, it was like yeah. goals galore. I know, I know. Yeah. Don't I go out anymore. Was, I'm sure, like the last three games at home, on the bounce, we lost like three two to like like Torquay and then Carlisle. Yeah, and it was like you know we could we could score five and we'd still lose. That's how bad yeah. we were. Yeah, I know. Do you know what? Though? I still look back at those those seasons like because I was only like sixteen, seventeen around that time. So it was, I was really starting to get into it. I'd been going for years, but really start. You know, when you start going with your mates rather than being your nan. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I, I I know we got relegated, but I'm, we, I know we've discussed it before. That conference season is one of my top two or three favourite seasons. Supporting yeah. time. No, was, that that two thousand and one, two thousand and two season was cracking because I mean we we literally took it to the last game. It's Luton. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. There was a big fight that kicked off outside in the, or inside the ground after like. Was that when minutes. we were trying to get into the playoffs? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We ended up. We were seventh. I think we were actually were seventh, and then we ended up finishing ninth. Yeah. So, and Luton, like I think Luton had had to win to win the league as well. Yeah, yeah. And then they they their top goal scorer was like Steve Howard. I think he went on to like play for Leicester and all that. But oh, I remember him. Yeah, it was it was between him and Luke Rogers to win the the Golden Boot like in that league that year as well. So yeah, I was I just remember Greg Gregory scoring an own goal after like nine minutes or something like that, and that was like <laughs> oh, season over. Do you know, my uh, my Greg Rioch moment is actually non-playing related. It was when um, when we when we got to the final at Stoke. Um, in the conference, he was on co-commentary with Stuart Dunn, and <laughs> um, and when because um, I think Rioch was he still part of the squad then? Was he part of, what, what year was that again? Sorry, um, three four wasn't it? 
No, I think he, nah, he must have been a year he was, before. He was, he was, he was, he was the season we got relegated. I think. I might yeah, be so a year before. Went, uh, year Did before. he not play in the conference? Definitely not. I don't think so. I can't nah, remember. No. Nah. Like, um, Shrewsbury, Shrewsbury and, fans. If we'll have to have a look at that. Shrewsbury fans. Have a look for us uh, yeah. when you list, uh, and let us know about your moment of Gregory. Anyway, he was on the um, commentary, and obviously Stuart Dunn like tries to keep it together and. Um, the chalice penalty, Stuart Dunn's like giving his commentary line, and all you can hear in the background is uh, Riot going, We're up, we're up. You're <laughs> <laughs> lucky you could tell how much it meant to him. Oh, God, I remember that final. I was like 16, I think. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was, no, was it, no, no, I'd have been no 2004, so I'd have been 18 nearly. Nice. And, uh, I just remember like being a big kid going in like a jester hat. <laughs> and uh, honestly, I was loving life, mate. Oh, it was amazing. It was so hot that day. Oh, it was absolutely. It was like it has been like this week. You know, these yeah. last few days. It's. It was. It was. Oh, it was great. See, leaving that ground afterwards, though, it took forever to get back to Shrewsbury because it was just like, it was just like a row, a row of bosses all the way back. It, yeah, because yeah. there's loads of big roundabouts around around the Britannia, isn't there? And oh. um, yeah, just getting out's a, a nightmare. But, oh, yeah. Yeah, we, good we times. Took, we, took, we took like what twenty thousand there was it, or it might have been less than that. Yeah, maybe a bit less, but we we definitely fill behind the goal. I mean, it's no, no, so where it's, it see, I think there was about twenty two thousand, and we took probably about fourteen, maybe. Oh yeah, uh, we took a lot. I and I that's mad to think we took more there, like in a conference when we weren't really as good than we did when we could have got to the league, like to the championship. Mm. You got mm. me into like 12 and a half. That's crazy. Isn't it? Yeah. Hey, mate, you said you're 18 then. That was 18 years ago. How, how, how old does that make you feel? Too old, mate. Too old. <laughs> I used to have more. You know what? I shaved my hair because of this weather and because and I'm like losing hair. That's how bad it is. Um, but yeah, I had a lot more hair then. Uh, a lot, <laughs> I, oh, I had a nice full set of hair. Didn't we all? Uh, but now I've, you know, talking, getting rid of my hair now. I tell you what, it's brilliant. Like, yeah. No more combing over the old penalty spot or, <laughs> or sweating when it's like, you know, and just, oh, especially in this weather as well, literally whoosh, straight off. Yeah. The missus is always like that though. Make sure you get that cap on. You want that, that bold head of yours being. <laughs> hey, mate, what about this kit? Are we ever going to play in this kit or what? <sighs> nah. So you went to Telford then. So tell us about Telford because obviously the kit was, oh. I thought the kit was going to get un well, you know, unraveled. Well, I um I got there quite late, so I didn't see any of the warm up, so I didn't know what they were wearing for that. Um, I got there about I don't know five minutes before kickoff, and um took my seat. And uh, when when they walked out, I just started laughing because I thought, you know, years and years ago, a, a second season with the same cup was was very normal, wasn't it? You know, sorry, with with the same kit was was very normal, but you're seeing all these teams getting their new kits um, unveiled and. And we're walking out for our first and second pre-season game with the same template. It isn't even like we had a bespoke kit last season. We had a Sunday league kit with our badge on it. And we're walking out in it again. And I just thought, so tin pot. <laughs> no, it's just it's it's quite quite bad. I'm just I'm just just so you know, grateful that Kilmarnock have three fantastic kits. Um, oh mate, the black it, no, but like the you know the black one. Is it black? Is like a I, the the wee the wee coloured one, like the black yeah. with the the the, the colour with the purple. Yeah, that's yeah, it's got purple on it, hasn't it? Yeah, uh, that's, that's nice. That's a nice one. Yeah, yeah. But this kit, I mean, they keep saying that they put this order in this nice bespoke kit last season, and 
I just, we haven't heard anything, absolutely nothing, just that there's been a delay. I mean, you know, you'd think in times where we've been off the back of COVID. Yeah, I know. Off the back of COVID, we've got um, no kit with one pre-season friend. Everyone should be wearing them now. You know, that's how you get all the money in before the game. Um, no one seems to be commenting on it. It's pathetic, really. Apparently there's rumours in the Telford game. Um, on Twitter that it's not going to be here till the back end of August now. Season's only, <laughs> season's only a month old. Well, you'd think like, you, you have to you... register a kit, right? You'd have to register a kit for the season. You can't just change your kit at the end of August. I don't know. It's, oh, you'd think... that, that, I reckon, I personally reckon we'll be playing in last season's kit this season. But then to be <laughs> fair, right, to be fair, there was once upon a time where you would have a kit every two seasons. That's what I said, yeah. Yeah, it was it was normal. It, it was normal, so in a way, I, I don't think we'll have the kit this season. There's but mate, it's, it's a it's a pre, it's a Sunday league kit with with our badge on it. I still, I still, I just, I just think it'll be. Uh, oh. I know. I think, I, think I, I won't be buying be. it this season either. Nah, um, you know what? I had to laugh though because they blamed the Chinese, and then a week later, Huddersfield announced that they're cut by Ombro. Funnily oh. enough. And another club, by Umbro, funnily enough, yeah, just had their kits released and all like that. Obviously, obviously, bypass shoes be on the way to Huddersfield. Well, the new training <laughs> kit looked nice. That orange and yellow um, stuff. No. I, I don't think we had that last season, did we? No, that's new. That is. But then I think someone put the the. You can buy that off Sports Direct and then just add a badge on it. So. <laughs> oh, that's probably oh, it, oh, it's so cringeworthy, isn't it? <laughs> I, honestly, it's. Um, I'm just gonna make my own kit, I reckon, this year. Yeah. I might just might get Charlotte to do like draw a design <laughs> up for me and I'll just send it to the club and go, Look, I'll I'll make this. Like, you know. Stick the badge on it, mate. <laughs> Stick the badge on it, I'll make it, it's fine. Sorted. Oh, terrible. Um apparently there was a few issues with the uh, ticketing system the other night as well, wasn't there? Oh, uh, that was at Telford though, wasn't it? But I think ours went did ours not go all right? Or I think um, it was Tel- I, I mean, Telford, there was coups getting in, but I don't know about Yeah, there, well, but... we didn't open the doors for ages at Telford. So luckily, we got there when everyone was in, so um, we didn't have to queue or anything. You'd but... probably wish you hadn't. It was a bit of a drab affair, wasn't it? But... Yeah, it, it was a, it was a Typical oh, pre-season it, game, wasn't it? Training game, mate. Um, very, ah. I don't think there was anything that either goalkeeper had to do, and I, I'm, I'm not even joking. I think there might have been a couple of efforts, but the keepers didn't have anything to do. Any yeah. any positive? I mean, I said that on the game, uh, like at the end, that when I uh, watched it, well, the next day, I seen the clips. But yeah, the bit of reaction afterwards was a bit like pretty, you know, not beating Telford and that. But at the end of the oh, day, no. it's first preseason game back. The boys are playing together. There was one or two of the players that you know probably won't be playing anyway at the start. You know, you had Josh Barwell, uh, the young what's his name? Is it Bar Bar Barlow? Barlow, Barlow. Yeah, yeah, Barlow yeah. starting in the middle. Uh, Pike obviously started, you know, so one or two of the boys aren't going to start be start playing. And, you know, in the day, a few changes here and there. And yeah. the when we didn't lose, we got a clean sheet. No point losing shit over it. Yeah, it was just um, it was just a bit boring. That was the only thing. I think um, everyone had been so buzzing to go to a game and that just nothing happened. But, yeah, I didn't lose sleep over it. And I certainly wasn't calling them out on, online like, like a few were. But, um <laughs> <laughs> Always inevitable so, though, isn't it? Pre-season, yeah. it's one of those. It's 
But like I say, the meat and gravy kicks off a week on uh, Saturday at Morecambe. So that's when you start to lose your shit. Even then, you don't lose your shit. You just enjoy the season being back. And at the end of the day, it's a 46-game season. So yeah. look how we started last season. We lost the first four games and looked chronic. And we looked like we were going to get relegated. And then before you know it, we went on a great run. I think this year, we just need to start off better. I agree. I agree. Right. Um, I haven't had my season ticket yet. What? You really? I, I swear to God, I still haven't had it yet. Oh, Brian, if you're listening, sort that yeah. out now. Yeah, no, 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 no one's had it yet. Um, I could see us ending getting having printable vouchers until the end of August or something. Yeah, I'm glad <laughs> you mentioned that because the uh, the ticket they they they, they look quite good when they put the video up of the e ticket system. It didn't work for my mate. <laughs> he said. He said. Um, he said. He sent me. Uh, he sent us a thing in this group in the group and said. Um, First person to answer correctly gets um, gets a, a six month out of date whisper out of a vending machine in the West End. <laughs> and then, and then it said, "Did the ticketing system work? Yes or no? Have a guess." <laughs> so yeah, I think a few people had a few issues with it, but I think with those, it, there's always teething problems with new, new technology say. systems, isn't there? Yeah. So, and try it out on a friendly, no issues at all. That's the thing. They've got another friendly to try it out on. So yeah, the only yeah. the only the only thing is is uh, obviously after that Cardiff, it, they they just need to hope it works after that. But yeah, it yeah. looks smarter and slicker. And and to be fair, if it works and when it does work and that, it, it it's it's great to see um, you know a bit of modern technology added to the grounds. I agree. Does look a bit out. It's weird to think, even though it's a new newish ground, it's. It does. It could do with a, a bit more of a, a spruce up and a bit more technology added in certain places. But it, these are always teething problems. These are things that hopefully will get ironed out in these meetings that supporters Parliament have with, with you know the fan uh, with it with the club and that. So yeah, you know I'm sure these things always get brought up all the time. There has been improvements throughout the years. You know with like the fan zone, which adds a good experience to the day, which we never used to have. So yeah, it's great. Know, it, it's yeah. There's always it's always going to be gripes at the club any club and um, it's always going to be moans and groans but on the whole scheme of things you know we're financially in a decent position i know it's tongue in cheek we're 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 a decent league one club like you say some fans just take everything seriously don't they yeah yeah and, definitely uh, you need to look at the bigger picture sometimes and that but yeah um i'm i'm certainly looking forward to obviously the season kicking off and i think Morecambe will take a good following i reckon i can't i, I would I'd be surprised or I'd be shocked if we didn't take at least near a thousand at Morecambe. Yeah, I think because um, Morecambe was our first away game last season, wasn't it? And yeah. um, I'm sure we took, if not a thousand, approaching a thousand because I remember that away end being being full. Especially with it being uh, on uh, payday uh, for everyone. Mm. Is, mm. Uh, yeah, payday weekend. Um, so, yeah, so that, yeah, still the summer holidays and that. So, you know, I would expect it to be great, especially Morecambe as well. Yeah. What, what an away day to have. You'd rather have Morecambe on the first game of the season rather than on a Tuesday night in December like it's been before. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. Do you, remember, do you remember a certain Granderson scoring an absolute beauty up there in League <laughs> 2? I do, I do. Yeah, do you know what? Some, um, talking of Granderson, uh, there was a few people comparing um, De Costa to Granderson that we, oh, yes. <laughs> on Tuesday. Does he, do, because, does he do the stepovers or not? Uh, well, he hasn't done a stepover yet, but there was, oh. it, to be fair, he does look good going forward and he looks um, he looks dangerous. But it was fu- there was a funny moment where 
he, he was running forward and then he's cut inside and then Bayliss has run around the outside of him um, and he's gone to back heel it to him and he, <laughs> he absolutely shanked it. Um, somehow it still got to Bayliss and, it, and I thought you did not mean for that to happen like that. Um, and then they broke on us and went up down the other end, down our right hand side. And I just thought, Christ, if he's going to leave us very exposed, potentially, um, it's a good job we play three at the back. Yeah, someone someone mentioned that Coventry that he was good going forward, but defensively he wasn't the best. So that that summary of what you just said there probably sums <laughs> up what a lot of Coventry fans had. Uh, I know. Previously That's just forty five but... minutes, though, mate. So I can't really, you know. Hey, but you know, you know what? If they're summing that on what they've seen of him, and you've summed it on a forty five minute, then it's pretty accurate. But <laughs> it's going to be what? fun. It's funny because we have this all this Coventry connection. Obviously, Granderson was uh, ex Coventry as well, so. Mm. Um, but yeah, he's not. He's for me, the cost will never be in the Granderson League until he's done the step overs every week. So he's got a lot. Oh, were, you, were you a big fan of Granderson? Of were you? Oh, I, I love Granderson. Really? I, love oh, I was on the other side of the fence with him. I was. I, I, um, I loved him. I remember I when he kept signing him. I thought, oh, yes, he's gone. And to be signing him again. <laughs> nah, to be fair, right, he scored. I remember as in block 19 at the time and he scored like that was when it wasn't as bad like block 19 was yeah. right back in my day and uh he scored like it's had it was like south end at home and marvin morgan god, god bless his soul like he got sent off in the first half and then um we went one nil down and it was like south end i think we we're in the sort of playoffs at the time as well so it was a big game like and uh yeah. I think James Collins then scored the equaliser in the second half. And then it was literally like, must have been like 10 minutes to go. Granderson like, hadn't scored before. And the ball just came in and he just pounced with his head, smashed it in the top corner. It's when we're going wild. Like, <laughs> Granderson's first ever goal. And like, block 19 just went absolutely wild. And Granderson come over to block 19. Oh, was, yeah, I'll never, I'll never forget that goal. So, no, well, I was, I, I, I'm a big Granderson fan. I was happy when we moved him to right back because he was less of a liability. <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> he was, uh, to be fair, I thought he was actually better at right back because yeah, like, yeah. he was good going forward. I mean, that, we, we talked about that goal away at Morecambe, but he scored an even better goal. Like, it was like pre-Maradona like, against <laughs> Notts County away. And we lost that game 3-2, but he put us 2-1 up. And again, like, every time Granderson scored, it was like... It was like limbs everywhere. It was, it was yeah. just unreal. It was like I know never... he was an iconic figure in in a world, but well, not iconic like a cult hero. Ah, he was, and he, he was a good. He was he was a good on the mic. You know, he had a good voice as well. Remember <laughs> that promotion part, and he just got up in front of Rob yeah. and doing that. Yeah, there's been some there's been some good moments on prom- uh, you know when we've done well. Like you've had Granderson on there, you've had Dean Anderson on there. You know, yeah, it's, yeah, it's been some good moments. Like, but yeah, no. So that that that's. Uh, sums up really Shrewsbury sort of pre-season I guess but before we sort of finish tonight I have to talk about a legend that's come back to Kilmarnock so soon so Chris Burke um, <laughs> uh, Berkey a lot of fans me included were absolutely devastated when he left he was he's like like if any Shrewsbury fan has listened to us obviously people know who Chris Burke is because he played down south for like yeah, yeah. Cardiff and, and uh, Birmingham and Forest and that but he he was exceptional for us. He he was the game changer, but more importantly, he was like your Sean Worley. He he was like a fine wine, who just got better with age. And I think finally this season was his sort of fire. Like last season was his final season. It just caught up with him, but he still had that like moment 
of creativity and magic and, and the goal, you know, he had the old goal in him that would yeah. change things. But he was brilliant. He was absolutely superb. And anyway, he left and that, and we thought that City was going to leave to go to like maybe a team in the Championship or League One. But no, after consideration and that, there was big he's back. announced. He's back. He's back, but not <laughs> as a player. Not as a player. He's now got his coach. He's coaching the under 18s. And what, you know, if you're going to have anyone to coach under 18s in the youth team, you want Chris Burke. In actual fact, it's like, like as probably what I would describe, but what many Kilmarnock fans described, and I've seen a particular tweet was, it's like the signing of the season because it's not just for this season. It's for the the future fact of the uh, yeah, the youth team, you know. So the under 18s is going to be involved, you know, the coach as well, the first team, and it's not just like he's not going to obviously have the the coaching experience as such, but he's played the game. He knows the club, and it's and he knows the club, like you say. But also, more importantly, he knows how to look after himself. He's 38 yeah. at the moment now. Is he? So and he he looks like he could play still. You know what I mean? So. For a, he, and he, he does all this yoga stuff. He's in. He he was in training before the young boys. He was in first thing, and he lives out in East Kilbride, so he's like half an hour away. And like he's in before the locals, <laughs> you know, <laughs> training. He's eating his stuff. He's got this green, green like suit. This is like these sort of uh, what do you call them? Like oh, it's like oh, what do you call them? Smoothies and that. Yeah. And they were like disgusting. Like the players, like the young <laughs> boys, are saying, like they looked of us, us rank. But he, he looked after himself. You know, he's he doesn't go drinking. You know, he, he's he loves his coffee and that. You know, we always see him putting posts up and that about his coffee. He loves his coffees. Uh, but no, he's he's a, he's a great guy, like Chris Burke. He, you know what? He's so humble and that as well. And he's got a lot of time for you. And he's just like a club legend. And that is exactly like what Shrewsbury have lost in Sean Worley. Um, well, he'll be back soon, and and that's the thing. Well, he'll be back sooner than we thought because obviously he's playing for Accrington yeah. for his home game. But more importantly, Lewis Cooks put up a um, thing about him, uh, saying about how he he's got fond memories of Shrewsbury and a lot of time, and that he he definitely wants to return one day as manager. So, you know, Chris Burke's already done it. Probably <laughs> he's coming back as a coach literally as soon as he's left. But again, you know, two club legends who I compare. Very similar in, in terms of their, they're both wingers, yeah. Um, both similar age, both iconic legends of the game who've done a lot of great things for the club, on on and off the field. Um, and I just see Sean Worley doing the same, in a, and obviously when he's finished his playing career. Um, but I mean, what you know, I mean, Chris Burke coming back to Kilmarnock, it's yeah, it's it's it, it's great for the young boys, and and that's all it is. And like you say, the feel good factor as well. Having him back as well, it just gives you a wee bit of a boost um, behind the scenes. So, no, absolutely buzzing to have him back. But yeah, that's as fast. you mentioned, Sean Morley. I know. Fair play to him getting a two year deal in the northwest. You know, it's uh, a yeah, not far from, from home. home. Good for him. Good for him. Yeah, he used to play for him as well. So the, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. So that's that's we've already mentioned two players on this podcast. So I think we should next week do a. Um, former players scored against our clubs, so we should. I'll I'll dig out the Kilmarnock stuff and we'll dig out the Shrewsbury stuff together. I think yeah, that's okay. a good one because we talked about uh, Sean Morley and and Collins who are going to be playing against us, and both games will be in within the first month. So interesting yeah. to see if they score yeah. against us. Eh? Talking of, talking of former um, 
players. I know we've got um, heavy links at the minute to Coventry, but have you seen Bradford's team? There's like six former town players playing. Well, that's ball. what I, I put up. Like, so this oh, is was that yeah, you? The, yeah, I put this up there. Like, and the reason why I was on Football Manager, and I was like, who am I going to manage? And Bradford had signed for Dane Oliver. And um, I was like, oh, Harry Chapman's there, isn't he? I thought, you know what? Yeah. I'm going to be Brad- I'll, I'll be Bradford. And I was looking at the wee squad as I do for a, a great to think, yeah, I'm going to manage them. I was thinking, Shrewsbury, Shrewsbury, Shrewsbury. <laughs> like, so you got like, I was like, L- I can't Leandro. believe, yeah. I couldn't believe how many Shrewsbury players were on were at Bradford. And I was like, oh, well. Um, Brad- well Bradford for, uh, was it, what did I say? I said, uh, um, Salopford, Salopford Sal- Sal- City, wasn't it? I Salopford City for League <laughs> Two, so yeah, Salopford City yeah. for League Two. Shrewsbury so B, uh, the Shrewsbury B team. So uh, I'm just trying to think if uh, we should send any of our maybe Pike. Should we get rid of him to Bradford? Let's get a Bradford fan on. Yes, good. Oh, I know it's. I know they're in League Two, but like they're, they're being tipped no, for no, a good no, season. No. Let's get you, them on. You, you know what? That's a great shout. Uh, you know what? Full of ideas, you Rob. Let's get that on. So <laughs> we've already got a couple of agendas already. This is brilliant. This is good. And Let's you know what? Um, before we go as well, big shout out. Uh, obviously, Fan Hub is something the Shrewsbury fans get on touch with. Come on, at fans, you can also get in with the Fan Hub. Uh, I'll share the link after and uh, share what it's all about. Uh, there's also a new Discord channel for Kilmarnock fans, uh, which our good friend um, Neil is running. So um, I'll put links up on that as well about what that's all about. Um, it's basically just um, going to be some uh, Twitter space as well between me and Neil. Uh, I wanted to organise after home, Kilmarnock home games. You're talking about the games uh, there and then. So get involved on the Twitter space. So as well as having this podcast running on a weekly basis. There's going to be chat on there, so we'll get fans on our podcast from there as well. So just um, a few things to put out there. And also, Rob, um, we've now got our new uh, Kilmarnock diehards, haven't we, in the, in the Shire? <laughs> but now, but now my, uh, I, I've never had a Scottish team, really. Um, I, I remember having a Celtic, Celtic top when I was younger that was just bought for me. But, oh, um, but yeah, there was, no, there was no allegiance there. So, um yeah, I think um, I think I've just got my uh, my team north of the border, mate. Well, well, not just you though. Who else? Who else has been tweeting? Oh, um, wait, 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 So, Wayne has been brilliant because he has been constantly tweeting, and I'm like that. He's like, come on, it's my new team. But to prove it, he's been even <laughs> getting in illegal channels to watch the games, the cup games, and he's been taking pictures of it. So. Big shout out uh, to Sorry, um, we can't confirm or deny whether they're illegal channels, do you mean? I don't know. I just assume they are. <laughs> I assume they are. The thing is, he took a picture. I'm not saying it's his, but he, he was watching it. So it could be could be someone else's. Wayne, but if you all... can get in touch and confirm or deny whether you were illegally streaming Kilmarnock games, that would be great, mate. Yeah, that would be good. Like, no, no names mentioned. Like, we won't, you know, it's fine. Um, as long as you're watching, that's the main thing. And let us know if you enjoyed that. Um, it's, it's a shame we've not got to see uh, Kyle Lafferty play. Oh no, saying that you would have done last week. He scored, and then he's he's not played since. But I let us we'll know sort, what you we'll sort of games. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely sort a game. Um, I don't know. I've got a lot coming up between now and Christmas, but maybe in the new year or something like that. Yeah, that's that's when well, I was looking at Derby and Forest Green. Uh, not Derby, Port Vale and Forest Green. Yes. And I've got uh, Forest Green is a bastard to get to apparently. So uh, yeah, I'm going to get on a coach. I am. Yeah, I'm looking at Sheffield Wednesday um, away instead. That was so, good last season. That was really good. Um, missed, no, um, missed the first five, ten minutes. Missed the Sheffield Wednesday goal because um, 
because I oh know, yeah, because the uh, motorway suddenly closed on us because um, there was a bus on fire on the opposite lane. Um, <laughs> like we went past and it was like just completely. Shouldn't laugh. Out. Was, I know, yeah. Everyone got off. Everyone was okay, but that, um, yeah. That, that, um, that reminds me of the uh, Only Fools and Horses one. Do you remember yeah. the one where they're on the way down to Margate? <laughs> jolly boys out and and uh, they stop off at the pub like and the driver gets drunk and the next minute the, the boss just sets the light. That I don't know if you've ever seen that, the jolly boys out and only fools and horses. I'm not sure. Horses. I'm not sure. Oh, you're not oh, come on. Any only fools and horses fans, you'll know what it is. <laughs> I'll tell you what though, it was probably something similar though, because as soon as we got to the car park, we were about a ten minute the match had just kicked off and we were a 10 minute walk away we legged it to that ground and um and as we were we were coming in we heard this big cheer and we were like yeah that was way too big a cheer for us to have scored (laughs) (laughs) yeah i was gonna say well you know what it's been another great chat i can't believe the hours flew in we've actually gone six minutes over our um scheduled hour absolutely shocking but i'll be charging you we 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 have had a two-week break uh we were going to try and keep it weekly um yeah, but no, it's been it's been it's been another good chat on it, and hopefully the next time uh, we chat we'll have more signings, um, more Cardiff positive, game. maybe yeah. a kit, <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe a, a kit, win. maybe not a win, yeah, maybe a, yeah. yeah, a win, um, but yeah, more importantly, hopefully some more signings for both Kilmarnock and that, and and we'll also be pretty much, um, you know, as mentioned previously, on the meat and gravy stuff, the the real deal, the. Uh, the, the league game so for now uh you know hope you hope all you uh, listeners out there are get, you know, ready for the season and you're excited uh let us know your thoughts on on the podcast and that and you know more, and just like to say as well thanks for listening um you know it's appreciated all the feedback we do get um and you know it's a pleasure speaking uh, to the people we do have as well but for now keep, take care keep yourself keep yourself cool the next couple of days for water down yet yep yep keep yourself completely safe but Thanks for listening and look forward to uh, listening next time. Thanks. See you, mate.